Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uno, dos, tres, composte. That didn't come out right. <laughs> This is Tuesday, October 16th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 571, 19 episodes away from the big 600 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time here in the Radio Network, that being, of course, professional wrestling. And, of course, to get things going here, we'll, of course, take care of our wrestling news abuser segment, which we brought, which will be brought to us, of course, by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Giordi Girolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also a multiple title. Well, hold on, crap. I'm getting all, t- getting all tied up here. Blooper time, yeah. And part of the broadcasting <laughs> Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also on the line here tonight, normally we have him in the chat box, but tonight here, he's on live here with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He is <clears throat> the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe. It is the human suplex machine, John Gross. Before we get things underway here, folks, let's go ahead and welcome J.D. and John in to what should be a awesome good time here. Uh, 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 let's see, it's, it's historic and, and dynamic, explosive and dynamic. Now, I'll get it straight in a minute tonight. Dynamic. Episode 571 of Revolution here. Guys, welcome. Good to be here and congratulations SmackDown for making 1,000 episodes. Yes, indeed. Congratulations, Absolutely. indeed, John. I still think you're kicking yourself not going to that show now, I'm sure. Well, it's better than watching, than watching it on TV than being in the crowd. Yeah, but it's a pretty good crowd tonight when you think about it in D.C., though. Mm-hmm. Looking, at, looking at these pictures, wow, these SmackDown photos, look at all of that. It is a Absolutely. definitely wild night at the Capital One Arena in the nation's capital, that's for sure. 
Uh-huh. And of course, there, folks, I'll also let you know here. We'll get in the way. I'll also let you know that our live video feed here tonight comes to us from a group we haven't been on for quite some time. Our tribute group to the one and the only uh, Hall of Famer, the Ultimate Warrior, OWNUS, a Warrior's Legacy. And if you want to join us for the live video feed for Revolution Episode 571, be sure to join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash OWNUS Legacy. And if you want to join us, still, of course, just through talkshoot.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND, of course, the magic six numbers. <clears throat> Press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we do have to talk about here tonight. And, of course, I will keep everyone informed that in addition to the wrestling news and views and history and birthdays here this evening, we will also... In oh, look, 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 Jerry Lawler and... Booker T, they're on the commentary table, on the video nice. table. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I know how excited you are. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, that's all right. No, you're quite all right. Um, I know how excited you are about it. And we all are excited about that. Uh, also, okay. also, in addition to, of course, talking about last results of last night's Monday Night Raw show, which I heard. Was not that pleasant, but we'll get into that here momentarily. We're also going to run down four, uh, uh, do like a round one of, uh, we're going to talk about uh, four of the matches from this past uh, uh, Sunday's uh, Impact Bound for Glory pay-per-view as well to give our thoughts and opinions about, like just, j- just four of them here tonight with the other four we'll talk about tomorrow night here on, uh, on the Wednesday edition of Revolution. <clears throat> and there are also some, also, a big time uh, ceremony will also take place here a little bit later on here this evening. Everybody knows what that's all about. Uh, we'll bring that up here in just hey, a that's few That's what I'm here for. Absolutely. Okay. And, and we're going to get right to it, but that's, that's at hand taken care of here. Uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here with our wrestling news abuser segment, which is, of course, which is, of course, brought to us by our 2017 tag team. Uh, Hall of Fame tag team King Ice, of course, bringing in here tonight is the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? Monday's WWE Raw scored a 1.7 rating, up from 1.7 the week before. Her Raw for the night averaged 2.396 million viewers, up from 2.37 million last week. They were opposed, however, by the NFL game, which ended with the Green Bay Packers winning in the last 10 seconds, 33-30, however. And as a result, the Monday night game that saw the Packers win in Lambeau Field delivered 11.88 million viewers for the night. In addition to that, the Major League Baseball playoff game between the Brewers and the Dodgers that saw the Brewers win by shutout 4 nothing and take a 2-1 lead, however, did 4.2 million viewers on FS1. Game four of the Dodgers series with Milwaukee is just getting underway tonight as we speak in L.A., and Milwaukee is looking to take a two-game cushion back home to Milwaukee while the Dodgers are hoping to tie up the series at two apiece. Gio Gonzalez, the ex-national, will be opposing Clayton Kershaw in game four in that one tonight, however, in Chavez Ravine at Dodger Stadium. Now, earlier tonight, however, speaking of baseball, however, Dallas Kukul gave up two runs, however, in five innings of work and struck out Nobody, however, and walking too well, throwing 84 pitches, 51 of them were for strikes. However, Nick Eovaldi struck out four, gave up two runs himself, and gave up six hits while 
walking two, throwing 92 pitches, 60 of them were for strikes. However, the big story here, however, was how our, it was a tight game, however, at 1.3 to 2, however, until the eighth inning before the Boston Red Sox opened up the scoring, however, with a grand slam, if you will. As a result, the Red Sox now take a 2-1 series lead going into game four tomorrow in Houston as they are up a game now on the Astros. Meanwhile, however, we have heard, however, mind you, however, there is some speculation going on as far as The Undertaker and Batista. According to reports, however, and I heard this earlier today, Joe Bias, a Barn Burner's No Holds Park well, uh, podcast, if you will, the latest speculation is that The Undertaker will finally retire this year at WrestleMania and go into the Hall of Fame. According to reports, however, it looks like The Undertaker, from what we heard, however, will be officially retiring this coming year and going into the Hall of Fame two nights before Mania. In addition to that, we have heard that The Undertaker and Batista, however, could be the biggest names inducted into this year's class, however, mind you. Meanwhile, however, we're going to get some other news here, so bear with us here, folks. We're just trying to get this story, however. Hold on. I'm just trying to get this done here, so please bear with me here, guys. Um, I just saw this. Hold on. I did hear some news about Charlotte and Ric Flair. Okay, hold on a second. Here we go. Uh, we do know that tonight, as John said, however, SmackDown 1000, however, is coming to you live from the Capital One. Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair, however, have been sued by Charlotte's ex-husband over their book, Second Nature, alleging false allegations made in the book. TMZ reports that Ricky Paul Johnson was married to Charlotte for a year, has filed a lawsuit for defamation over claims that were made in the book. WWE is included in the suit as they marketed the book. According to the site, Johnson alleged that several false statements were made in the book, however, mind you, including that he lost two jobs due to drug use and that he was sterile... Sterile acclaim. He also alleges that there are also multiple false allegations against physical and or psychological abuse, and that he thinks he can prove the story is false through police reports and dash cam footage. He says that the book has humiliated his family, who have been subject to shame and ridicule in what he alleges are an attempt to depict Charlotte as a, quote, victim who overcame personal adversity and domestic abuse. Meanwhile, however, there has been talk also, believe it or not, in regard, however, However, to report that Alberto El Patron is in talks with Impact Wrestling, not so fast. PW Insider reports that several people in the company have denied the report, noting that there has been no talk about him returning since he was fired, but no showing the Lucha Underground Impact event over WrestleMania 34 weekend back in April. The initial report from SEC Scoop said that Impact officials had felt out El Patron's personal issues had subsided and that his name value outweighed the risk of him coming on board yet again. The site also notes that the next TV tapings will take place in Las Vegas at Towns Casino from November 10th through the 13th. Meanwhile, however, 205 Live, however, GM Drake Maverick has also announced a big matchup coming this week, however, for 205 Live. Tony Eastman will take on TJP, Grand Metalik, Leo Rush, and Cedric Alexander coming up tomorrow night on the show. And finally, however, the Alliance of American Football, however, has announced their schedule, however, for the first week of the coming season. The first two games of the week will commence, however, right after the Super Bowl on February 9th with Atlanta taking on Orlando and San Diego taking on, uh, I just saw it, 
San Diego taking on San Antonio in San Antonio. Atlanta's team is known as the Legends, and they are under head coach Brad Childress. However, while San Antonio's is under former uh, superstar Mike Riley, San Diego is under Mike Martz, however. There are other coaches that are in this league, including, however, former University of Miami Hurricanes coach, however, Dennis Erickson, who is coaching the Saint Salt Lake Stallions, Steve Spurrier with the Orlando Apollos, Mike Singletary, the ex-Bear with the Memphis Express, however, Tim Lewis with the Birmingham Iron, Brad Childress with the Atlanta Legends, and Rick Neuheisel, the former Washington Husky coach and CBS college football analyst with the Arizona Hotshots, however. Of course, as we said, Atlanta will play in Orlando, and San Diego will play in San Antonio for the first games of the year. Orlando's home field, of course, is Spectrum Stadium, however. Atlanta's, of course, is Georgia State Stadium. Arizona's is Sun Devil Stadium. The Alamo Dome is San Antonio. SDCCU Stadium is the San Diego Fleet Stadium. The Liberty Bowl Stadium is the home of the Memphis Express. Legion Field is the home of the Iron. The last games of the year will wrap up on April 14 with Birmingham traveling to Orlando and Arizona versus San Diego. The times have not yet been announced for any of these games or any of the games, but it will be a 10-week season, however, beginning in early February. Thank you very much, there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with T.N.W.O. Jawar T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team to bring all the news that's fit to print <coughs> right here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that big-time combination. Uh, <clears throat> now, of course, a very special treat here, folks. Normally, I would get to re- I would read, of course, this man's um, this uh, today here in wrestling history here, but tonight today tonight here we're gonna get a very rare treat here as we get to hear the man himself talk about what happened on this date in wrestling history for October the 16th. Let's go ahead and give the floor to the human suplex machine, John Gross, for October 16th wrestling history. All right, let's get on with this. This is this is a long time. Been a long time since I've done this here on Revolution, but let's see if I still got it. 31 years ago today in Kansas City, Missouri, the Sheep Herders, best known as the Bushwhackers, defeated the Lightning Express to win the UWF Tag Team Championship. They would be the last tag champions for the UWF is bought out by Jim Crockett Promotions just over a year after the merger. The Sheep Herders left for the WWE and were rechristened the Bushwhackers. 29 years ago today in Providence, Rhode Island, Ted DiBiase defeated WWE champion Macho Man, ooh, yeah, Randy Savage in a non-title match to win the 1988 King of the Ring tournament. Other participants involved British Beefcake, Ken Patera, Nikolai Volkov, Ron Bass, The Barbarian, Shawn Michaels, Danny Davis, Hercules Hernandez, Bad News Brown, Virgil, Iron Mark, Mike Sharp, Boris Zukov, Terry Taylor, Marty Gennetti, J.D. Jared DiGiromo, Chad Henshaw, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and Michelle Lynn. <laughs> Thank you, I'm <Amal. laughs> Only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. 21 years ago today in Queens, New York City, Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Shane Douglas to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. 18 years ago today on Raw is War from Detroit, 
Rock City, William Regal defeated Al Snow to win the WWE European Championship. Now, this was William Regal's first WWE Championship. Um, let's see, what else? 14, no, 15 years ago today, Stu Hart passed away from a stroke at the age of 88 years old. The father of Bret Hart, Owen Hart, and also the wife, the husband of Helen Hart as well. And guys, I don't think, I think ever since Owen died, I don't think Helen and Stu never never recovered. I don't think they never really recovered from it. Yeah. But Stu was posthumously inducted into WWE Hall of Fame and was also a member of the inaugural Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996. And he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2010. Nine years ago today, Shane McMahon... Sorry, John. What? Real quick, uh, before I was going to say, sorry. Before we go on, I do have some sad breaking news to report. Uh, Dennis Hoff, the world's most famous, unique owner, who owned uh, was a very famous adult. Uh, let's just say, uh, I wouldn't say pimp, but more like a entrepreneur. However, who owned the famed uh, show, The Bunny Ranch, however, out in Las Vegas, however, passed away today at the age of 72, two days after his 72nd birthday. Believe it or not, uh, I just found this out just moments ago, right before we started the birthdays. And they said, however, apparently uh, he died in his sleep this afternoon, just two days after his birthday, in which uh, people such as Flavor Flavor and Ron Jeremy attended his birthday. They said he was unresponsive, however, but police, however, like I said, however, said they have not suspected foul play. And no one was with him the night, uh, last night before his passing today. But our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Hoff's. Uh, close friends and family. Of course, his domestic partner at one time was the famed Madam Heidi Fleece, believe it or not, who was known as the Hollywood Man. But again, Dennis Hoff, two days after his 72nd birth, birthday, excuse me, who owned uh, seven brothels, including the famed uh, Moonlight Bunny Ranch, however, mind you, however, believe it or not, however, passing away today at the age of 72. And the big show has arrived on SmackDown. Presumably to help the New Day against the bar. There you go. All right. All right. Nine years ago today, Shane McMahon announced via press release that he would resign from his post as a... Whoa, oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, no, Big Show just turned on the New Day. Surprise, surprise. Wait a minute. Hold on, JD. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Oh, there's the bro kick. The bro kick. And we have new tag team champions. Yes, finally the bar win. That had to put a smile to your face, JD. Sorry, Chad. I'm going to go right ahead. The bar have been passed overdue for the last couple months. They need this win tonight. All right. Okay. Nine. Go ahead, John. Nine years ago. All right. Nine years ago today, Shane McMahon announced via press release that he would resign from his post as executive vice president 
uh, of Global Media Effective, January 1st, 2010, effectively leaving WWE the company he's been in his entire adult life. But six years later, but six years later, Shane McMahon would come back to the WWE and face The Undertaker at WrestleMania in a Hell in a Cell match, and he is the current SmackDown commissioner as well. And he made an appearance earlier tonight as well. Seven years ago today, TNA presented Bound for Glory from the LaCorus Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The show featured the final match of Hulk Hogan's wrestling career. Sting defeated Hulk Hogan. Per pre-match stipulations with the win, Sting regained control of TNA for Dixie Carter. Now, at Sting lost, he would have been forced to retire. That same day on a SmackDown taping in Mexico City, Sin Cara Azul defeated Sin Cara Negro in a mask versus mask match. Ironically, it would be the unmasked Sin Cara that would come out ahead down the road. The other Sin Cara would flounder in WWE before being released just before WrestleMania 30. As for Sin Cara Negro, after wrestling as Punico for about two years, he returned to the Sin Cara character, this time wearing the Azul outfit. He would team with Kalista as the Lucha Dragons winning the NXT Tag Team Championship from the Ascension. It's a happy 53rd birthday for Missy Hyatt. She was born in Tallahassee, Florida. She began her pro wrestling career in 1985 as the manager of John Patton for WCCW. After feuding with Sunshine, the deal left for the UWF to join Eddie Gilbert's Hot Stuff International Stable. The group was renamed H&H International Inc. and eventually the co-leaders of the group, group would have a, an affair. Hyatt left Tatum for Gilbert in 1987, and the couple married in 1988. While under contract to the UWF, she was contacted by the WWE to replace Roddy Piper for the interview segments entitled Missy's Manor, and she also was asked to become one of the Federates, but she didn't like the idea, and she, was re- she did return <clears throat> to the UWF which would eventually be bought out by Jim Crockett Promotions. Both Missy and Eddie would be brought over and managing the Steiner Brothers. She was mainly brought in as a commentator for WCW main event and feuded with fellow commentator Polly Dangerously. I had a brief run in ECW as the manager of the Sandman and in a bit of irony, was also on the business end of a sexual harassment suit after she had kissed Stephen Richards against his will. Missy also sued WCW for sexual harassment and overdue payment. The suit was settled in 1996. She also made her final wrestling appearance at WrestleCon, managing Lance Storm in a losing effort against Matt Hardy. And that is Could it I be for your for history. And... What's that? 
I said to quote Lance Storm, I said, could I be serious for a minute? Okay. <laughs> and that is it. No, folks. that's how he says. And that is it. Yep. And that is it, folks, for the histories and birthdays. And before no, I get to the plug real quick, I want to say real quick, however, we have two matches listed for tonight in Mixed Match Challenge. It will be Ms. Asuka taking on Rusev Day and Lana. And Bobby Roode, the glorious one, and Natty Team Cat Paws will take on uh, Bobby Lashley, who hopefully will not have Leo Rush chirping in his ear, and Mickey James. I, and I Thank call Bobby Roode an Italian team Canada. Yes. Because both of them are in Canada. They are. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you very much there, John, for the rest of the uh, history of birthdays for the night. J.D., thank you very much there for the rest of the news and views here for this evening. And, uh, what the heck? <laughs> okay. One, six, hey, one, six, so game. L.A. is up early, one nothing in the top of the second. Very much, J.D. One, six, oh, five, five, six, two, zero, four, four, four. I want Milwaukee to win this whole thing. One three eight zero five five pounds. This is episode five seventy one of WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, October sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw on the line as well, along with the human suplex machine John Gross and the man in the tutu, the last man Jared Gerald. <laughs> yeah, Jared Gerald. Also before. Also uh, yeah, well, well, don't admit too too long, JD, because if people might start asking you some questions. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, also I will go on point this out here uh, before we get going here with all of our uh, thoughts and opinions about Down for Glory and also last night's Monday Night Raw. I will go ahead and let everyone know that as of today, more championship belts have been added to the list of championships that will be coming up here for grabs here really really soon. And let me, let me go ahead. I can actually run these down here pretty darn quickly. Uh, we have two belts for two, two new belts for WWF US, the United States Tag Team Champions, and the United States Championship. Yes, we have about we have eight belts for WWF US, the North American Championship, the International Heavyweight Title, the Junior Heavyweight Title, the International Tag Team Champions, the Canadian Championship. The Women's Tag Team Championship, the World Martial Arts Championship, the Intercontinental Tag Team Championships. So those are right there for WWF US. Also, we have two for WCCWS, the WCCWS Middle Eastern Championship, and the WCCWS TV Championship. And JD is going to get a flip out of this. I actually found another one for ECW. U.S. that we can use here. It is the ECWS FTW Heavyweight Championship. I think JD will get. A I might be out going after first. that. I have a feeling I may be going after that one. You never know, guys. You never know. <laughs> we also have a new one for ROH US, uh, the World Six Man Tag Team Championship. We have that as well. Also, we I have one for WCWS, and I'm sure you probably heard this in certain circles from WWE. Uh, and you'll recognize it here too once I tell you what, the, what it's called the WCWS Internet Championship. 
And y'all know where that came oh, from. Yes. Yes, indeed. And also one that, uh, of course, it was just brought, uh, I just happened to notice here that I added last fe February of 2017, but I did not put it on the list, unfortunately. And I just added on a few moments ago, which, of course, our group tonight that we're doing our live video feed from OWNUS. You have also the OWNUS Ultimate Heavyweight Championship. So there are some new belts right there, folks, up for grabs here. And you'll be hearing a lot more of these, these belts here coming up here really, really soon in some way or some form or fashion. Of course, the uh, prediction prediction title challenge. <clears throat> uh, also, of course, like I said, we could uh, we could have like one, uh, of course, in, in a match here for an, an, an existing title match on Wrestling Championship Challenge. You never know what we could have available here, folks. But... Uh, <clears throat> But uh, we'll have that. We'll close up for grabs here coming up here. Uh, uh, coming up here really, really soon. So just keep that in mind there, folks. And I'm sure, like I said, uh, J.D. and John, I'm sure, like I said, are two of these folks are going or their mouse is probably starting to water right now just thinking about these belts. So uh, so let's go ahead and let's go ahead and first off, before we, before we go to Monday Night Raw here, folks, Let's go ahead and talk about like four of the eight matches. We call this round one of our thoughts and opinions about this past Sunday's now for Glory pay per view. And like I said, I have picked out these four uh, these four matches here that we can talk that we'll talk about here. <clears throat> and uh, let's go ahead and get get this going here. I'll start with like I said, I'll start with uh, I tell you what. Let's let's start with John here first on this. As I talk about the uh, match between LAX and uh, the OGs, the Concrete Jungle Deathmatch. John, what was your take on this match? I was right about my pick, LAX. JD, your thoughts here? LAX with a good win. However, they needed to uh, show the true dominance here. However, they kind of... Uh, Held serving court, let's just say, here on this night, Howard. It was a good, solid win for LAX. They definitely needed a desperate win. and I wouldn't say a desperate win, but they definitely needed a good win here and a good showing, and they kind of did so, Howard, by winning here. This was a good, solid win for them. Thank you there, guys. Next match we'll talk about here, of course, this one right here, uh, and it kind of ended in a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of uh, controversy here, in a little in a little bit of ways here, but let's 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 get John's and JD's opinion about this. The Impact Championship matchup between Austin Aries and Johnny Impact, who we of course we probably remember as John Morrison from WWE. John, your take on this match? Yeah, I saw what happened with Austin Aries and John Morrison. I I think it was I think Austin did go into the business for himself. And where does he go from here is the question. Indeed. AD, your take on the impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with John on this one. I mean, where, where, where does Austin Aries go from here at this point? I mean, he insulted the fans. He insulted the 
personnel, TNA, Howard Global Impact, if you will. He insulted the fans, like I said. He insulted his fellow wrestlers, however. He totally told them to go just take a flying you-know-what, however. And you know what, however? Wherever he goes next, whether it be to Ring of Honor or back to WWE or even over to Japan, however, he's going to have this hanging over him. I mean, Michelle said it best, I think, yesterday, how when she came on to Raw Radio. All he did was act like a jealous, whiny, spoiled little bitch is what he was. And he should absolutely be totally reprimanded for what he did. I mean, that was absolutely uncalled for, uncool, and just absolutely, I wouldn't say disturbing, but just downright pathetic and just, in a word, however, despicable. It really was. It, it took away a good match, and basically, you just ruined it because, like John said, you went into business for yourself afterward, however, when you could have just said, okay, I admit I got beat by a decent guy in John Morrison. Unless he had permission prior to this, however, to do what he was supposed to do, maybe by management, or if it's not, however, he felt like, you know what, I'm doing it myself and going to this myself. He spit in John Morrison's face. He spit in the fans' face. He spit on the backstage personality of TNA, however. I mean, wherever he goes, he's going to have this hanging over him for a while. And wherever he goes, however, I'm sure people will ask him, did you mean to do that? Did you really plan on that? And I'm sure Howard, he's not going to answer. And if he does answer Howard, I'm sure Howard, he's not going to give much of an answer, Howard. And you know what? That's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, Howard, you just basically showed your true colors in every sense of the word. Uh, before we go to the next one, I, I forgot I did forget to mention on our live video feed from OWNUS of Warriors Legacy tonight. I do also have, of course, a 2016 uh, WWS Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. Chris and Marie Rickenbach is now also joining us here as well, who also had one heck of a matchup on uh, Sunday's edition of uh, Wrestling Championship Challenge. Um, and, of course, uh, um, my kudos. Of course, pretty much took me again. to the limit. He did yeah. indeed. Yes, she did. Absolutely. She sure did. And so, like I said, uh, she's on here on our live video tonight, so we welcome her on to... 571 of Revolution as well. Next one here we'll talk about here, guys, is the is the other six-man tag match that took place here, the o, the OVE rules match. Of course, Ohio rules everything, which, of course, is the team of Sammy Callahan and Dave and Jake Christ versus the team of uh, Phoenix, Brian Cage, and Pentagon Jr. Uh, John, your take here on this match. Good match. Good match. That's all I'm gonna say. JD, your thoughts on this match? Entertaining. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was good for what it was, Howard, and it definitely served its purpose. I mean, like I said, it wasn't too bad. I gotta say. And like I said, to continue our update, like I said, we were watching this again as we said. It is still one nothing in favor of the Dodgers in the last half of the second inning. We thought Clayton Kershaw was going to pitch tonight. Instead, I believe the Dodgers called an audible before the game. Um, Kershaw for tomorrow, however, maybe. Uh, Rich Hill is getting the nod tonight. Oh, okay. Thank you there, J.D. Keeps up to date, of course, with that game there as well. Thank you very much. And the, uh, and the, and the fourth match we'll talk about here for this evening is the match between Eddie Edwards and Moose. Uh, John, your thoughts on this match? Um, yeah, these two put on a good match. John, your I mean, J.D., your thoughts on Eddie Edwards versus Moose? 
It wasn't bad, however, but it changed over into a tag, as we saw, however. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I was a little surprised, however, but I wasn't really surprised that Eddie Edwards and company picked up the win here, however. I don't think, however, this feud is over by any means just yet between him and Moose, but you never know. It could have ended right, it may come to an end here. We'll have to wait and see, you know. And of course, uh, and of course, thank you very much, dear gentlemen. Of course, if we do have have any more uh, here this evening, we will go back to this and then we'll get their thoughts and opinions about these four matches. But of course, tomorrow night on SmackDown, uh, Revolution 572, before our SmackDown results, we'll talk about the other four matches that took place at Bound for Glory as from this past Sunday. Now we get into the meat of the action, the business at hand. Of course, and as of course, talking about the results of what happened, uh, what I what I just heard a very not so well Monday Night Raw. Uh, let's just say. Uh, let's go ahead and start with John here while we get JD cooled off and warmed up here. I know he's going to have a bunch to say here in a few minutes. Uh, let's see what John has to say here about uh, your thoughts, John, about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. All right. Well, since I'm since I get to be picked first, since I'm here tonight, I'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, well, let's see. Raw, Raw wasn't, wasn't a good or bad show, but, but I'm glad that Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler have both advanced to the World Cup. So, um, Raw, so Raw's pretty much, Raw's spot in the World Cup for Crown Jewel is now filled with Cena, Angle, Rollins, and Ziggler. And speaking of Kurt Angle, Baron, of course, asshole Baron Corbin puts him in a match with the offers of pain. And but what? But what happens, Corbin? Oh yeah, Kurt Angle set Corbin up again. It was another setup. The offers and the offers of pain didn't destroy Kurt Angle. They destroyed somebody else in his hometown in his vacation. Year Kurt Angle just beats him up, and and this sets up a possibility for a match at Survivor Series between the two of them, or an elimination match. Who knows? Um, the next one, next one, I was glad to see that Sasha returned to. Uh, I we haven't seen her in a while. Her and Natalia Bailey fending off the Riot Squad. Um. The Nikki, the Nikki Bliss, no, the Nikki Bella Ronda Rousey thing was intense. I mean, you could cut the you could cut the tension with a knife. I mean, Ronda made a few valid points, and Nikki did too. But I think it was Ronda that tore tore Nikki a new one, saying, "You broke down barriers." I broke. Ronda said, "I broke down barriers." Like you broke down barriers when you were in John Cena's bedroom, and eventually John Cena kicked you out of his bed. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that that was one of the best moments I ever saw on Raw. Um, as far as Undertaker and Kane's challenge to DX goes, all I gotta say is if they do have the crown jewel tonight on November second. All I gotta say is Saudi Arabia, watch out because there's gonna be a war. 
There's gonna be there's gonna be a war not to forget. And also, we have to talk about this. The shield versus the gods of war. I did this in two parts on my live feed last night, live video show last night. Number one, if Ambrose turns heel, he should get a universal title push. But what if McIntyre turns face or something like that? Or what if one of the crew turns face like Strowman or McIntyre, for instance? Because as me and JD stated, that Claymore kick was no accident. And it sure as heck wasn't any accident. The first one was an accident, but the last one after the match, now that was, that was no accident. None at all. But let me ask you guys a question. I'm not trying to take over the show, but um, I'll, I'll say the same question like I said on my uh, live video feed last night. Does anyone see Ambrose turn heel and... Um, if he does, do you think he should get a push at, at the Universal title, not, not to mention winning the Royal Rumble and becoming Universal Champion? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll answer you first. No. No, I don't think he deserves the Universal Championship right now. Yes, I think the heel turn is coming. But do he, does he deserve the Universal Championship again? No, I don't think he does because I don't think he's been back a whole a, a lot of the a good bit of the time. However, and I think he might be a little rusty in going after that championship. But I will say, however, one person that does deserve it. And I'll tell you who it is. However, when I do my icebreaker, and you mentioned him just now, however, the Claymore, however, and I've been on his uh, case, however, for the last few months, however saying that this guy is going to be turning and turning. And like I said, when I get to my iceberg, I'll tell you why I think this guy deserves it, because I think he is more deserving than Dean. The heel turn is coming, though. I think last night we saw a little bit more intensity between the, two, the Shield members and Dean. I think it's coming either before or after the Survivor Series. I really do. Me too. Well, so overall, that's all I have to say for my uh, Raw review. And I, want, and I will point out that Rey Mysterio beat Shinsuke Nakamura, so the field is now set. So Eight world, world champions in the World Cup tournament. Wow, that's gonna be uh, interesting. Um, also, also to answer your question, John, um, about this, um, I do agree with JD that yes, I think I think there's been some telltale signs here that I think Ambrose is going to go into full-blown heel mode. I think, I mean, he's got the right attitude for it. From what I've noticed here, uh, I think he's, um, I think he, I think he's ready to, uh, ready to, ready to get that, uh, ready to get, maybe get, and I might give him a little bit more variety towards going after, going after some, uh, possibly some, some gold here in WWE. But I do also, but I will agree with JD also on this as well. That belt right now should not be the universal belt. I mean, he has a, has had a taste of a world title. Of course, he had the WWE World Heavyweight title on SmackDown. We all remember that. I think he, I think he was the one that AJ Styles ended up beating. That's why AJ Styles is still the champion today. Uh, if he deserves, it, I mean, the thing about it, you want to take this one little step at a time. And I know his, this is, I know he's had this belt before, but maybe. 
after you do the heel push, maybe I'll start a little bit slow. Maybe go after, say, maybe the Intercontinental belt first. And then let him run with it for a little bit. And then, you know, eventually if he starts seeing anything and really gets really gets to go to, say, a Roman Reigns or whoever, or whomever at that point in time is holding the Universal belt, then, then yes. But like I said, let, 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 let him work a little bit more towards it before, before going after that ultimate prize, my personal opinion. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to mute my phone so I can hear what The Undertaker's saying, saying, because The Undertaker's in the ring right now. Oh, yes. Just keep us informed of that there, uh, John. uh, I'm going to mute my phone, and I will be right back. I'm not going to hang up. I'm just going to mute my phone. Okay, John, no problem. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. And while he does that there, uh, folks, let's go ahead and, of course, I pose this question to the Iceman. Are you cooled off and warmed up? More than cooled off, more than ready, because now you're going to need a hammer. Not a hammer in the morning, hammer in the evening, not any time, however. There is danger, however, and believe me, it could be very intense. Like I said, there's times... Or it can be TV PG, and I can be nice and friendly, and sometimes I do a little TV 14. But like I said, I'm going to warn you a little ahead of time. It's going to be TV PG slash TV 14 tonight. So if I am out of bounds with my remarks, I apologize to people in advance, and I don't mean to offend anyone. But believe me, tonight I think there's going to be a little bit of a, uh, let's just say, major you know what storm coming down. And you might want to call the fire department ahead of time, just in case, maybe, if it gets a little out of control. And I will go ahead here. Uh, well, good, good warning. Good, uh, as they used to say in the, on the packs of cigarettes, the Surgeon General's warning, and he did, and J.D. just gave a very good, very good description of ahead of time about what to expect here, folks. So just be prepared for that. Of course, as we always say here, folks, this is a WCW US Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, of course, is not afraid to let his thoughts fly on everything that happens on anything going on in the world of wrestling. Of course, primarily with Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Night SmackDown Live, all the pay-per-views, that, so on and so forth. And of course, like I said, regardless if they're harmful or harmless to some, harmless, harmless to some people, harmful to some people, to others, you know, he he just lets it go because, like I said, when he gets on the roll, he gets on the roll indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you. The raw edition of the WWS Icebreaker, and here it is. The Icebreaker. JD, you go ahead and get started. I got stuff for just a second. I will be right back, sir. Please start her up. Last night's show was in Philadelphia, and what better place to say Philadelphia than fighting? And of course, who should start start out the show? But of course, everyone's favorite douchebag Dolph Ziggler. The Dragon Slayer, Demon, Scotch Terminator, Drew McIntyre, and Braun the Bully get these hands strumming. The Doges of War, a.k.a. the Dogs of War. And of course, we had our announced team up again of Corey Graves, Cole, and Renee Young. As a result, we saw a little interesting developments go on, however, mind you, however. But of course, we saw once again the same old, same old booking, however, by Kevin Bucktooth Beaver, 
disgraceful done, however, by however seeing these two come to blows at the start of the show. But of course, the first match ended up being a qualifying match involving the architect, the man who likes to burn it down so easily and likes to light the matches when he can, and has a pair of matches in his hand when he's ready to strike up a spark. And that is our man, Mr. Rollins, taking on the Scottish Terminator, the monster, the somewhat uh, mega man of uh, the group, if you will, of the Doges of War, Drew McIntyre. And I must say, Drew and Seth was a very good way to kick off the show, mind you. As a result, Rollins, of course, took one step closer to capturing the World Cup by defeating the Tuscar Super, uh, let's just say, uh, Terminator, if you will, by countout, thanks to some help from Dean Ambrose, if you will, which would be playing a part into it later on. But then we had a little segment with Undertaker and Kane talking about their upcoming encounter with DX. And then who should show up, however, who were trying to hide from Ronda Rousey, but yes, the DNBs. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Nikki, egomaniacal Bella, and her twin sister, Bree, who likes to hurt people, Bella, if you will, however. As a result, however, we saw the Kane-Taker thing, however, was okay, but again, it was same old, same old involving that, however, mind you. As a result, then we saw some intensity in the back with the S.H.I.E.L.D. members, and Ambrose wasn't too happy about Rollins speaking bad about him, and of course, Ambrose was not very happy about Ambrose, uh, Rollins calling him a lunatic and saying it was on lunatic time. Okay, Dean, quit being a little crybaby about that. Seriously. Seriously. Then we go to the next match, of course, which pitted Ember Moon, however, her good new buddy, her BFF, if you will, Nia Jax, taking on so-called Titus Worldwide former member Dana, Crimea River, uh, let's say Baby Brock, if you will, and her friend Tamina, making her first return in literally nine months. And what happens, however? Oh, yes, the two new besties, if you will, however, Ember, the war goddess Moon herself, and Nia, the irresistible force, Jax, beat crybaby Dana Brooke, however, and her new BFF buddy, or at least on this night, however, mind you, however, Tamina. But before that, however, we saw what happened as it was announced that coming up at Evolution, there'll be a battle royal. And besides those people being involved, however, we also have to see that apparently that pissant Peyton Royce and her bestie, Billy the Kangaroo K, are involved in this, however, along with the return of former WCW and WWE Super Diva, if you will, Tori Wilson. Now, the winner of this battle world will obviously get a title shot, however, either against Nikki or Ronda. Oh, goody, just what Evolution needs, a women's battle world to determine who will be the next number one contender to either Ronda or, of course, Nikki Bella, if you will. Then, of course, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about Nikki, uh, Bree, and Ronda here in just a few minutes, but I'm going to continue on. Then we have Dean Ambrose taking on everyone's favorite douchebag, Dickhead Dolph Ziggler, who, of course, needless to say, once again, however, found a way to pull one out of his ass, however, despite the fact, however, at one point, however, mind you, there was some intensity between Ambrose and Rollins. Unfortunately, however, the question was, however, uh, could Dean have won that match, however, had not what happened happened? Yeah, maybe. 
But unfortunately, it wasn't the case, however. And because of this, however, the intensity between Seth and Dean continued after the matchup, however. Because of this, however, as a result, however, who comes out then but everyone's favorite little cockstain, Corey Graves' boyfriend, if you will, the creepy little clown shoes himself, however, shouldn't I didn't say clown shoes, the creepy little uh, piece of caca crap, however, that is more human feces than ever, Cockstain Corbin. And what does he do? Oh, yeah. He decides to put the Dogs of War, the Dojas of War, back in action again against the Shield, however, mind you. Great thinking, WWE and Kevin Dickhead done. Way to think on your feet for the fourth time in four weeks by booking the same main event over and over again for the past month as if you don't have any brains in that stupid head of yours. Way to think on your feet. Anyway, of course, then we, of course, see in the back, of course, mind you, the B&B duo of Balor and Bailey. however, of course, hyping up their upcoming match, however, which will be up next afterward, however, taking on everyone's favorite, the juice head of juice heads, if you will, Jinder Jackass Mahal, and his two little boyfriends, if you will, Sunel the Snake Singh, and Alicia the phony fake-looking Fox, however, the so-called team captain, who claims she's still the team captain of the group. Here's an idea, Alicia, about that whole team captain saying, to quote Chris Jericho, please just shut the hell up with it, okay? Everyone's getting tired of hearing about running your mouth about it, okay? I know a lot of people are, including me, and I think it's just absolutely ridiculous that you continue to brag that you're the team captain. You're not the team captain, honey. Face it. And what happened? Oh, yeah. Finn ended up beating, of course, Ginger the Juice Head in two minutes. But then who shows up? Oh, yes. Let's talk about what happened next, shall we? We have Bobby Lashley coming out with his little pipsqueak, a little pissant, if you will, lackluster Leo Rush, if you will. And as a result, Cole tells us that now, because of what happened with Bob, what Bobby did last week, however, Kevin Owens is undergoing surgery, however, and will be out an extended period of time because of it. Well, gee, we think we told you last week, however, that Kevin Owens is going to be out probably at least until maybe WrestleMania, if not until after WrestleMania, because of what happened involving Bobby Lashley. Hmm, here's an idea, WWE, and here's an idea for you, dickhead Kevin Dunn. Why don't you just get Leah Rush away from Bobby Lashley so Bobby Lashley can go on his own? We don't need to hear you continue to have Leah Rush be Bobby Lashley's little beck and... I can call little Chihuahua puppy dog and go yap, 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 yapping all the time, however, because after a while it's going to get really annoying. And like I said, and I'm sure I speak not only for myself, but for Michelle and for everyone else who hates this little pipsqueak, lethargic little turd, however, I would like to take my fist and cold cock that son of a bitch right in the face, if you ask me, because he is nothing more than a freaking wannabe, if you ask me, in more ways than one. And speaking of Leo Rush, he reminds me a little bit of, let me think, hmm... Who does he remind me of? Oh, yeah. He's thinking he's the P. Diddy of the WWE by representing Bobby Lashley. Well, guess what? He's not. And as a result, what happened next? Oh, yeah. Bobby Lashley ends up squashing poor Tyler Breeze, however, who continues to get buried, however, in more ways than one, however, in just short order of time. So it looks like now they're going to be betraying Bobby Lashley, apparently, as a narcissist, however, a.k.a. Lex Luger, 1990. Buddy, I am so excited. Whoa, WWE decided to go whoa, back in time. Whoa, whoa, Don't not compare I'm, Bobby Lashley to Lex Luger. Well, there, there, some people are comparing it to him, but, I'm not gonna, but like I'm saying, he's not, Michelle. 
uh, but I'm not saying he isn't. Bobby Lashley is a tough son of a bitch, and like I said before you came on, however, and I'll let Chad introduce you next, however, I will say this. Bobby Lashley, you and I agree, is a tough son of a bitch, no doubt, but he needs to get rid of that little lethargic little pissant Leo Rush. That is what I'm saying. Bobby can go on his own and start squashing people and showing his true power because he is powerful, he is strong, and he can do damage. I think he can do all those things if you just get rid of Leo Rush. And now, Chad, I'll let you introduce Michelle before we continue. Okay, okay, JD. Uh, thank you very much. A little, taking a little bit of breathing from the icebreaker here. Bring in, of course, she is the first 2015 WWE US Hall of Famer. She is also, of course, <clears throat> part of all of our shows here in the Radio Network including, uh, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Triple Threat Talk, GFW Main Event, Women's Revolution, Attitude Radio, and all of our other shows. And, of course, she's also known as the Black Widow and also, the, uh, <clears throat> and also of course, uh, let's see, the First Lady of Professional Wrestling, yes, indeed. I give you the M to the L to the D. The lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds has now made her way in to Episode 571 of Revolution. Uh, first off, Michelle, welcome, uh, of course. Uh, and second of all, I can I can now just real instantly turn this into a combo right now, if y'all like. Oh, with pleasure. I'm ready. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, the icebreaker has gotten even, the icebreaker gets more intense, ladies and gentlemen, with, of course, another WWS radio network exclusive. And, of course, just like, just like with the Iceman, the Black Widow Michelle Lindaz is not at all no sir no sorry no man no whatever she is not afraid to express her mind on anything that we talk about here in terms of wrestling here in the radio network and she will let apply as well and ladies and gentlemen this ice this now has now become a WWUS icebreaker widow web combo so take her away. Okay, well, I started to talk about uh, earlier the Finn Bauer Jr. Mahal thing and the Dean Dolph match and the Seth Drew thing. So I'll let you uh, start with those, Michelle. Mm. Um, I'm basically going to make it short and sweet and to the point, honestly. Um, WWE is pissing me off. Um, they pissed me off even more tonight. And. Uh, there's something I really want to say about tonight, but I know it's not for SmackDown tonight. But anyways, um, uh, the matches were fine. You know, it's, it's whatever. It's kind of like Groundhog's Day with this shit anymore. I'm getting real fed up with it. Um, you know, it's pretty bad that uh, uh, Balfagori can put on a fucking pay-per-view and it get more ratings than Monday Night Raw. Um, but probably would have had better and more ratings if Austin Aries didn't fuck it up. Um, so, yeah, I'm a little pissed off. I'm a little heated. I got a lot to say tonight, but Raw is not what I want to address. Um, but please continue. We'll talk about something else. Okay. Are you sure? Am I sure? Yeah, are you sure? I just want to make sure. Yes, are you sure? Um, I mean, there's no highlights from that show last night. There's nothing to talk about, honestly. It's the same shit every week, day in, day out. Now you got Dean Ambrose crying like a little baby bitch. Sick of that. Needs to stop. 
Um, I, I'm just, I'm really just over, over WWE right now. I'm really over it. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I think it's time for me to take a break from WWE. I honestly do think that, and I hate to do it. Um, but, yeah, because like I just said, you know, after the way things went tonight, too, I, I just don't know what the, what the hell they're thinking. I really don't. Very, very angry. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, JD, anything else you wanted to add? Well, yeah, I'll I'll continue um, from there. Uh, let's talk about the next few matches if we can. As we said, from there we go to again another segment of Cockstain Corbin, and what does he do? Oh yeah, he decides to punish Kurt Angle after Kurt Angle was having a little fun. Wearing that loud Hawaiian shirt, however, mind you, however, and showing it to Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, along with Noe Jose, by booking him in a handicap match against the Road Warrior wannabes, the AOP, with their pearly white pearly white manager, Drake Pissant, a little rock star spud, Maverick. And what happens? Oh, yeah, the AOP end up beating what was supposed to be Kurt Angle, and instead of being a ham and egg shopper, inside of a minute. And what happened afterward? Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle once again decided to have a little fun by one-upping that little cockstein by Angle slamming him on the stage, which was good to see. But you know sooner or later that Corbin is not going to put up with that shit because he's going to whine and bitch like a little prima donna baby that he is and go kiss Stephanie's ass and blow Triple H at every turn because that's what he is, a little suck-and-blow type of person. Speaking of sucking and blowing, let's talk about the semi-main event and then the main event before I get into my real big rant, shall we say. We have Team Catpaws coming back with the huggable, lovable Baby Bailey, if you will, and Sasha the Bully Banks making her first return in less than a month, taking on everyone's favorite, the Page 2.0 wannabe of the WWE, the gothic little uh, freak herself, Ruby Riot and her minions live Muppet Head Morgan, however, with her stupid pink hair, which I will say, however, even though it is pink, however, and I thought it was a little ridiculous, she is doing it for a good cause of Susan G. Komen cancer. I will not going to knock that. I will say that is a good thing. If she's doing it for the cancer benefit thing, then that's a good thing. That is not a bad thing. That is a very good thing and showing support that we someday will have to beat cancer. And I think that's very commendable on her part. And, of course, we have the Viking true somewhat warrior in her, even though she's still a little green around the edges, and she's slowly getting better, and I'm really liking her style more and more, is my favorite Sarah Logan. And what happens? Oh, yeah. Natty beats Ruby by DQ because, once again, Sarah found a way to cost her uh, teammate a tough loss, however, if you will. Then we go to Elias and Apollo Crews. And sweet Jesus God, can we say once again, however, that they are doing nothing right with Apollo Crews I mean, seriously, ever since they broke up with Titus, however, because apparently now Titus is doing more promotional work for the company, both in and out of the ring, they decided to finally break up the Titus Worldwide Band, however, and now it looks like Apollo's on his own, however, doing his thing. So unless they have something to do with Apollo Crews, however, it looks like however, now that Titus Worldwide is officially over, more than likely maybe, they're going to have him start feuding with everyone's favorite, the Bob Dylan wannabe of the WWE, the excruciatingly embarrassment piece of human excrement, Elias from my hometown, 
Oh, goody, happy, joy, joy. This is going to put a smile on my face. Then we go to the main event, however, and of course it was the Doges of War involving, of course, everyone's favorite, dickhead douchebag Dolph Ziggler, the Scottish Terminator, dangerous man himself, Michelle's favorite, my favorite, Mr. McIntyre, and of course the little bully himself that continues to cry out every time with his little war yell, if you will, our Braun Bully Strowman taking on the Shield. And what happens? Oh, yes, the Shield ends up winning here, however, because of a mistimed mistake. Now, here's where I'm going to go with this before I get into my big real break, Grand. And Michelle and I are going to maybe have a little bit of an argument on that one. A little bit, maybe. I will say this. I think, and I said this before, however, I think however, what happened after the matchup, however, I think what McIntyre did was commendable. I think McIntyre is tired of carrying those two guys on his back. And I hope to God that he sent a message to both his teammates, Howard, by telling him, I'm tired of being looked over time and time again, sort of like what Dean is in the Shield. And I will say this here and now, and I've said this so many times over the last few months, both on and off air with all you guys, Howard. I think you're going to see before the year is out, or starting in early January, you're going to see that unless something happens, Howard, Next year, you can put it right down here and on paper right now, you can quote me on this, Howard, that I think within the next year, Howard, you're going to see it'll be the year of McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre is going to start to get a big push. At least I hope they start giving him a big push. And this time, they do something right with him. Because I think this guy is universal championship material. This guy, if he does win the universal championship, is going to have a nice little reign with this belt, Howard, and show anyone. He doesn't care if it's Seth Rollins. He doesn't care if it's Dolph. Hell, he doesn't care if it's even Braun. He's going to tell everyone, Howard, unless you pry it off my dead cold hands, however, you're going to have to beat me down and keep me down because I'll tell you right now, next year it is going to be the year of the McIntyre. And I think McIntyre is going to have a big long reign with that belt when and if he does win that belt. And I think he's going to show everyone that everyone who overlooked him the last time, however, that this time he's not here to play games. He's not here to make friends. He's here to kick ass, take names, and hurt people. And I'll tell you what, that Claymore kick he did at the end of the night with Braun last night, I'm surprised he didn't break Braun's teeth, let alone his jaw in several places. I mean, that was a brutal, brutal Claymore kick last night. Now to my big rant of the night. And again, I will warn you people, it could get ugly here. It might be positive, it might get ugly, but like I said... We each agree to disagree in our thoughts here. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins. Last night, we heard Ronda address Nikki with her issues, and of course, Nikki and Brie responded in turn with their issues. Okay, here's where I'm going to go with this now and say it here and now. What Ronda said last night, some part of it was right, but what Nikki said too was also right. But I think Ronda had a little bit more basically to say. And what happened at the end of the segment? Oh, that's right. Nikki and Bree had to hire their little security team because they didn't have the balls to come down and face Rhonda like a person should. But unless they're going to save that for Revolution, I can understand that. But I will say this, however. What Rhonda said about Nikki, however, I don't know if she was allowed to say that directly to Nikki. Nikki said it was okay to say it, or Nikki did not know Rhonda was going to go that way, however. It kind of was a low blow. I will say that. But it was the truth. Nikki can be a pompous, arrogant person 
you want to know. And yes, she is a good wrestler. I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler. I'm not saying she's bad, Michelle. So quote me on this. But I will say this. Do we really need to see her back on top of the ladder and hold court over the other people and keep people down in the Raw Women's Division if she does beat Ronda for that belt and show that she's the true diva again? I mean, they got to start bringing up people from NXT. I don't care if it's Io Shirari. I don't care if it's Dakota Kai. Hell, I don't care if it's Shayna Baszler. I think it's time that the women of the NXT division, the next set of women, like those women, however, show Nikki Bella, show Charlotte, show Char- Ember Moon, Sasha, Bailey, whoever it may be, that they are also here to play this game. So if you're going to tell me that Nikki should be on top of the ladder again, however, that's fine. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing, but I will say this, though. If in case that does happen, however, then she better show, however, that she is worthy of fighting of these quality contenders. Because I'll tell you what, she did it well last, she did very well last time before the injuries. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is now, it's a new women's game, somewhat. Yes, some of the suspects are the same, but there's also some new names how she hasn't gone up against yet. Like I said, like in Ember Moon, like in Oscar. Let's see how she handles it this time, because she's been out a couple years with that neck injury. But I will say this, however, Ronda definitely hit some low blows, however, and like I said, Nikki did too. But at the end of the day, however, I just think how the Bellas are the same old thing. How yes, they're worried. Yes, they have. Well, the kids, yes, they're married or we're going to get married, but at the end of the day, however, they just continue to show how, yes, I mean, Rhonda did say, however, they are all about promoting themselves. Yes, that's fine and dandy. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but the thing is, though, however, like I said, however, they continue to be, like I said, they did their act 10 years ago. This isn't 2008 or 2009 no more. This is 2018, 2019. We're talking 10 years have gone by. Yes, a lot has changed in the past 10 years. And we've seen it been a good thing over the last couple of years. More women are getting a chance. But again, at the end of the day, like I said, the Bellas just continue to show how at times how they're the same old, same old. They're running on fumes. They're running out of time, however. And like I said, it's time to basically step aside and let the younger women step into their place and show what's really up in the women's division. I'm sorry. It's the way it should be. Okay, so now I'm going to argue with you. Um, <clears throat> Ronda Rousey is the would. answer for the women's championship. I've addressed this and said it many, many times. Um, she is a hyped-up rookie, just like Alexa Bliss said. I agree. Um, yeah, shots were blown between both of them and, and whatnot and all that. And, you know, ha-ha, oh, yeah, let's just, you know, uh, attack the John Cena bedroom door. Uh, that was just bullshit. Uh, that was a low blow. It was uncalled for. You don't, um, think, you, don't think, you don't think Nikki would have said the same thing about Rhonda's husband? Oh, I'm sure she would have if she was given permission, unless she was given permission to say that line. I said again, unless Rhonda was allowed to give that permission line, yes, I agree it was a low blow. But at the same time, however, the thing is, we're tired of hearing the Nikki John soap opera thing. Give it a rest, finally. I'm sorry. I think I'm not sick and tired of hearing about Nikki and John. I am. I'm very yep. sick about hearing that about yep. those yep. two. Yep. You know, I mean... It's time to move the fuck on with that shit, but I don't know. I'm not really convinced that she has moved on from him. Apparently But not. anyway, okay. um, you know, I, I don't think, you know, once again, I'm going to say Ronda Rousey's not the answer. She's just not the answer. Uh, at this point, that was the biggest mistake they made was her bringing her to the WWE. 
like I said, and I've said it many times before on here, and I feel like a broken record. Um, you know, you need to start pulling some people from different divisions. You need to yes. start making, um, yeah. you know, better choices and better judgments. Yep. Yeah, you, and I, you, about, you and I are agreeing on to that. Yeah, you and I about, definitely agree. You and I, yeah, you and I are definitely agreeing on this because, like I said, we've talked about this. Yes, directly, no doubt. Because, like I said, um, you know, it, it's not about whether you're a legend, whether you're new, whether you're, you know, just stepping into it, or or whatever the case may be. It's about what the fans want. You need to please them. It's not about pleasing your damn self. It's about pleasing them. Uh, just like Shane McMahon said tonight, that's where it needs to go, is to the fans. And they're not doing that. They're not doing that. They're overlooking the fans 100%. They're booking the same bullshit every week. It's getting old. Um, you know, you bring back some great superstars tonight, and you shit on them. Let's talk about that. But anyways, that's the topic for another time. Um, so, no, I don't think Ronda Rousey is the, is the answer. I happen to be a fan of the Bellas, and we all know that. I am a big fan of Nikki. She is the stronger of the two. Yeah, she's been out with a neck injury and all that stuff. But guess what? She still she still deserves a shot at that title as much as Joe Blow, Mary fucking Connie bullshit uh, does. Any, any, you know, as much as the next person down the street does. You know, Nikki's a very good competitor. She was a very good Divas champion. You know, she held it the longest. She could do it again. It doesn't mean that she has to hold it for another, you know, freaking 365 days. Just let the woman hold the damn title again. My God, look at all she's been through. You know? Mm, I mean, cut her a little bit of slack. You know, cut her a little bit of slack. Rhonda needs to just go. She just needs to go. I mean, you know, her and Travis want to have a baby and whatnot and all that. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Go make your baby and shut the fuck up. That's my opinion of the whole thing. Yeah, well, we'll see. Good, 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 good points of view all around here. Indeed, of course, like I said, but for, for what was. Oh, by the way, Chad, they did announce. By the way, Chad, they announced this now. I'm sorry, Michelle, real quick. Uh, they have now announced that coming up at Starcade in Cincinnati, it will be Shinsuke versus Ray Jr. for the U.S. title. Huh. Which Starcade should have been in Greensboro again, but that's my own personal opinion, too. Yep. Anyway, thank you very much, your JD and Michelle, for, of course, a, what was a, what, 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 a very hmm. intense, indeed, icebreaker Widow's Web combo. Let's bring you this one more time here, folks. 1605-562-0444, call ID 138055-POUND, episode 571 of Revolution, of course, for Tuesday, October 16, 2018. Mr. W7US, Chad Hinshaw, the, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here this evening. John, I uh, think Donald John's back on with us or not. He did step away for a, minute, a little bit. He was well, yeah, I'm back. Okay, let me step out real quick. Well, 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 John's back. Let me just step out for a couple minutes, guys. I gotta do what I've got to do. Uh, Chad, you might want to ask Michelle her thoughts about the matches for Battle of Glory. However, maybe get her thoughts on those because we, uh, did, you mean John did ours already. All right, well, all right, well, I will do that here momentarily. Uh, thank you with JD. JD will be right back for those. Just a quick rundown of what will take place tomorrow night here in the Radio Network for Triple Threat 
uh, Wednesday. First off, uh, one four one three eight seven pound. Don't forget WWS outside the ropes. Myself and JD will bring you, of course, the latest pop culture uh, news courtesy of 411mania.com. JD will also bring you some sports updates as well as, of course, the box office report. And also, of course, John will give his thoughts and opinions on it. And also, of course, uh, another hot seat movie trivia challenge will take place with JD and John here uh, tomorrow night from 6.30 to 7.30 right here on Talk Shoe or outside the ropes, 141-387-POUND. At 8 o'clock, don't forget, WWS Wrestling Debate, 139-925-POUND. The NW of Madness Kingdom will have a lot to talk about here, of course, with what happened on Raw, with what happened tonight on SmackDown, with what happened at Bound for Glory on Sunday, and their thoughts, of course, will be, will be happening in the next couple of events, including, of course, Evolution, and maybe still possibly Crown Jewel. I'm not sure about, about that yet. But, uh, of course, there'll be some more talk coming up there in the long run about that. So be sure to join us here for Wrestling Debate, uh, 139-925-POUND, from 8 to 9, right here on TalkShoe. And then, once again, folks, I'll be back on with WWS Revolution. Our live video feed tomorrow night will be from ECWS. This is Extreme. Our wrestling news and views, our history and birthdays. And also, of course, the second round two of our, of, of course, the other four matches, of course, uh, from this past Sunday's Bound for Glory, as well as, of course, our thoughts and opinions as to what took place tonight on SmackDown 1000, plus some other fun stuff will be taking place here as well. So don't forget Revolution 138055 panel tomorrow night from 9 to 11 right here on TalkShoe.com. MLD, what we did was was I decided to separate this into the sense there were eight matches at Bound for Glory, I decided to talk about like four four matches from Bound for Glory tonight, and four matches I will we'll talk about the other four tomorrow night on Revolution, as you just heard me say. Here are the four Michelle that we talked about here earlier tonight. I went by in the order that I actually wrote wrote my matches down for uh, our predictions. This is the way I did it. This is the easiest way I can do it here. Let's get your thoughts, Erica. I know you have a lot to say about these four matches. First off, the concrete jungle death match between LAX and the OGs. Your thoughts here? I mean, that was a crazy match. I mean, I've never seen a match like that before. Um, in the nature of, you know, the way they put the title of it for. Of course, there's other ways that, you know, it's been done or whatever in WWE. But um, it was pretty crazy. It was uh, pretty intense and uh I think it was three of the four of them got busted wide open in the face because, you know, it's it's just they're on board. They're on four by fours or two you know, whatever it is. There's there's no covering of the the um the turnbuckles, none of that. It's all wide open. Um, it's all uncovered. So yeah, it was a pretty intense match. Indeed. Next match here, of course, this was one right here that kinda ended on a very, in some people's eyes, on a very low note. Now, I know you definitely have a lot to say about this match. And that is, of course, the Impact Championship match between Austin Aries and Johnny Impact. Your thoughts here? Uh, you know, I used to be a fan of Austin Aries. used to, you know, I still respect him. You know, I still respect him for what he's done for the business. But he's a little crybaby bitch after what he did. His little no-sale at the end, walking away, flipping everybody off. Um, you know, the match was very intense until the end, until he pinned him. And then he just got up and, and went and, and did what he did. And I think it was very disrespectful for what he did to Johnny Impact. I think it was very disrespectful for what he did to the fans, to the executive. 
producers, the you know the people, the other people that ran the show, everything. It was just wrong. Um, there was so much heat and hype, you know, before this match even started, and it was such great hype. And I was like, "Yay, this is going to be, you know, really good the way it's supposed to be." No, no, Aries, he ruined it all. He ruined it totally. Um, I, I don't foresee Johnny Impact holding that title long, based upon the fact that. He's in many other organizations right now. He's holding titles there. But I could be wrong. Right now, there is no other um, heavyweight material other than Eli Drake, in my eyes, on that show. So it was, yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy the way it ended. Next up here, the OVE rules match, pitting Ohio rules everything, which, of course, is Sammy Callahan and Dave and Jake Christ versus the team of Brian Cage, Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. Your thoughts here on this match? I'm a big fan of Brian Cage. I'm a big fan of the Lucha Brothers. Um, I think they're all very tremendous in their own way, but they were a great trio. Um, OVE is just obnoxious. Oh. You okay, John? Yeah, sorry, I was just, I was just stretching. Um, uh, OBE's very annoying, obnoxious, you know, whatnot, on and on. Sammy Callahan has become a real dick. Um, the, the Chris brothers, they're great talent, but they should have never put him with Sammy Callahan. They should have just kept him as a tag team. Um, in my, in my opinion, I feel like the, the Lucha team got screwed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And the and the and the and the fourth match we'll talk about from Bound for Glory, Michelle tonight, is the matchup between Eddie Edwards and Moose, which turned into a tag team. Um, Eddie Edwards had Tommy Dreamer on his side, and Moose had Killer Cross, and it got pretty intense. It got pretty heated. I don't know what the hell kind of outfit. Uh, Moose was wearing. Um, I, I really don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I, I don't know what the hell Impact is thinking about turning some of these people heel because they're horrible at it, i.e. Prim- primarily Moose. He's terrible at it. He does not know how to play the shit at all. He's just, you know, it's just ridiculous. Um, you know, overall, it was a good match. It was great to see Tommy Dreamer. I'm a big fan of him, too. Um, it was a, It was an okay match. Okay. All right. All right, MLD, we'll talk about the other four matches tomorrow night on Revolution. Uh, <clears throat> also, MLD, I want to, before we get to, of course, another piece of business here at hand here momentarily, I wanted to also mention to you that we do have, uh, we do have, of course, uh, as I've been talking about here, as I've been, as I've been talking about here, of course, uh, the past, um, Let's see how long how long have I been talking about? Oh yes, I've been talking about it for quite a while. Uh, of course, talking about some new championship belts uh, coming coming our way to our WWS Tribute Championship Series, and I have made good on my word. I do have those belts up now, and I, I think I did mention it to you on the chat box earlier today. Let me run down the list of belts here. I think you might find a lot of these belts intriguing. We have two belts. Uh, we have two belts, of course, uh, for WWF US, the US Tag Team Championship, and the United States Championship. 
We have another U.S. belt, this time in WWWF U.S. The, and then we go have eight belts, Michelle, for the for WWF U.S. I know that's confusing with so many W's. I'm sorry. But <laughs> uh, anyway, here are all the belts for WWF U.S. now. Um, the new ones, uh, the North American Championship, the International Heavyweight Championship, the Junior Heavyweight Championship, the International Tag Team Championship, the Canadian Championship, the Women's Tag Team Championship, the World Martial Arts Championship, and the Intercontinental Tag Team Championship. Yes, these belts were actual titles that they retired. <laughs> they were actual. <laughs> now, J- now, John, you got me coughing. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Someone's got me coughing. Oh, man. Mm. Yes, all right. Uh, Michelle. I don't know. <clears throat> no, I'm just, no, I'm all right. I'm fine. Uh, Michelle, we also have two, we have two <laughs> new belts for WCCWUS. One of, them, one of them is the Middle Eastern Championship, and the other one is the WCCWUS Television Championship. And, Michelle, I told J.D. this, and J.D. got really excited when I told him about this one. I think you might be happy about excited about this one here, too. We have a new belt uh, for ECWS, and you would think, okay, well, they didn't have too many championships. It is the ECWS FTW Heavyweight Championship. And, yes, that was, and J.D., if you're correct, you, you, you're the ECW nut here. That was an actual belt, right? Yes, right. Uh, Taz had the belt. It was known as the FTW, the F the World belt, however, and he uh, defended that. Yes. Well, now it's, now it's part of the ECWS belt lineup. I will mention that. Michelle, belt for ROH US, the World Six Man Tag Team Championship. Uh, also, here, folks, you might, re- and Michelle, you might recognize this belt mm-hmm. here as well. Uh, a current WWE superstar actually started this belt some time ago. And that belt, and of course, I have incorporated it for WCWS. It's the WCWS Internet Championship. Y'all know who I'm talking about who brought that belt out. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, <clears throat> all I got all, and of course, the only way that you'll know is if I say this. Woo, woo, woo. Y'all know. Okay, y'all know. You know. You <laughs> know. Yeah, indeed. And, uh, <laughs> and also here, and this was a belt here, and guys, I cannot believe that I forgot to put this on my list a long time ago. I introduced this belt back in February of 2017, and I forgot to put it on the list. It actually has to do with the group that we're doing you our live video feed from. That's right, exactly. Uh, of course, as, as you know, Michelle, our live video feed tonight is from our tribute group to the Ultimate Warrior, OWN, U.S. Warriors Legacy. The belt is the OWN US Ultimate Heavyweight Championship. So we have several new belts here, of course, like I said. And and here, as I didn't mention before, that I was actually kind of thinking about maybe a new trend here that we've gone through so many of the singles belts here. We haven't really paid any attention to the, uh, to the tag belts in the sense of a lot of the new ones here in recent memory. So I'm going to make this right short and sweet. MLD, JD, and John, I think y'all will definitely get a kick out of this. It definitely says the next time we do one of these prediction title challenges. That, of course, whichever whichever belt is up next for the 
for the uh, I think it's Evolution. I think the belt up next is the WWS Intergender Championship. I do believe I did say. Yes, that's fine. The the, yeah, the winner. Fine. Okay, the winner of that match, of course, will, will will win the intergender title. However, I'm officially going to announce it. This is going to be the first time we try this. And I think we're going to use these belts here. This is the first ones I mentioned here tonight. That the second and third place uh, winners, uh, second and third place in the prediction title challenge, will win. And they're not going to go home empty handed. They are going to become whichever combination it is. And it's going to be some, it'll be some good combinations here. The tag, we're going, we're going to crown new WWWFUS United States Tag Team Champions at the next one as well, as an addition to the intergender belt. All right. We're going to try this. Right. We're going to try this and we're going to see if this works, which I think it does because we haven't done a whole lot of the tag tag belts here recently. And we need to try to do some tag team matches here pretty soon here, too. So we're going to try that. We're going to crown this. We're going to start with this evolution here. That the intergender championship will go to the winner. And the second and third place will win the U.S. tag team championship. I may go one step further with the next one. I'll let you all know about that when when the time comes. Okay. Okay. I think it's about time here for another piece of business. That we have here, of course, uh, that we did announce we're going to do this here tonight on Revolution. Okay, 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 Beavis and Butthead, cut, cut that out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. No, I'm Cornhorn, not you. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway, anyway as y'all know, uh, of course, our last prediction title challenge was this past Sunday's Bound for Glory pay-per-view. And by the way, I did give that some thought, MLD. I hope you're I hope you're sitting down and listening to what I have to say here. But you're going to get I think I think you'll have a real big thrill, a real big smile on your face. That from from after Bound for Glory, after the success we had with that. I will start incorporating impact pay-per-views on prediction title challenge. There you go. Impact will now be included. Yes. So there you have it. Yes. Okay, there you go. All right. WWE and Impact pay-per-views will be included. Okay. All right. As you know, of course, so are, like we, I said, are we only going to do Impact? Are we only going to do Impact? Well, 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 well let, let, let's take it slow. Let's take it slow. Because like I said, this was Bound for Board was the first try, and I think it worked. But I want to give it a let's, – let's give it another shot. And let's, let's, let's – and then – and like I said, I'll let you know if we decide to expand, you know, even further. Because like I said, I got to keep up with all of this. You know, so y'all have to, and that's why, like I said, y'all going to start to come in and start. I mean, I'm, let I'm me willing know to help you. I'm willing to help you. I'm willing to help you. I know you are. And, and, and I, and I, and I would, and I greatly appreciate that. And let's, let, let's. Oh, and also an update here. No wonder I could not get this to work. I got to give this story out real fast here, guys. Coming from the app from one of my local, our local TV stations here. Uh, and I'm sure probably y'all probably have probably noticed this as well. Uh, let me, as soon as this pulls up. Uh, apparently, YouTube is experiencing a widespread outage this evening. 
YouTube is down. YouTube? Yes. YouTube is down. Let me read, let me read the story. Let me read the story, and I'll let you know. This came up about five minutes ago through this app that I have on my local TV station. Popular streaming platform YouTube is experiencing a widespread outage as of Tuesday evening. YouTube took to Twitter to alert users that they were working to resolve the issue. Thanks for your reports about YouTube, YouTube TV. I think I found the guy who took down YouTube, Chad. Okay, well, let me read this. Let me finish reading this. We're working on to resolving this, and we'll let you know once it's fixed. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause, and we'll and we'll keep you updated. There is no estimate on when the service will be restored. Fans of YouTube took to social media to react to the outage, and of course, there's a lot of there's a lot of people. Of course, uh, uh, a lot of people were saying that uh, one person was saying that he they were remembering the times that they were ungrateful when YouTube was working, and I guess they're kind of they're kind of um, regretting saying that now and also as, as someone said they were watching something about vines or something and they said youtube really broke down so so folks youtube is down right now so so looks like that we're not you can't watch and i know who did it oh lord here we go go ahead john go ahead go ahead <laughs> that clip, of course, of course, visit man rhythms that would be the higher power. Okay, all right. Well, let me let, okay, let, okay. We we reared off what I was talking about. Let's get back to the issue at hand here. Um, as you know, of course, the belt that was decided for our prediction title challenge at Bound for Glory was in fact the belt of the creation, a brainchild of the Black Widow Michelle and Dodds. And of course, I do thank the Black Widow for bringing this belt into existence here in, in WCWS. And as, of course, the NJPWS Bullet Club Championship belt. And of course, <clears throat> as of course, as I read the results during our episode of Wrestling Championship Challenge during the match between Ann and John, I can, I, I, I did, of course, read this. Um, I did, of course, read this during that show, but I'm only going to get here tonight to make this official here. Uh, but like I said, MLD, JD, John, Ann, and Fonzie. Uh, JD um, uh, came in. I'm not going to use the word last, JD, because that's, that's, that. I'm not going to do I'm doing that. I'm going to say fifth place. It wasn't my night. It wasn't my night. I'll come JD out. Had, JD, there you go. JD had three predictions correct. Shell, Ann, and Fonzie were tied, a three-way tie, with five predictions correct. And with six predictions correct, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> the human suplex machine, John Gross, pulled ahead, and he, pulled, and he picked up the new NJPWS Bullet Club Championship. MLD, my dear, if you will please... If you would please, my dear, if I hand this to you, if you can please present this to the champion here. Here you go. If you mind, please present this to John. Oh, here you go, buddy. Oh, mind, John. You hold on to a real tight tail Sunday for me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And yes, ladies and gentlemen. I was so thinking that too. I was so thinking that too. And we did, and we did hear that. We did confirm that here, of course, folks, that this coming this coming Sunday, 
Yes. Yes. Uh, it was going to be the twenty, was it the twenty-first? Yes, twenty-first. Um, of course, at eight o'clock, of course, wrestling championship challenge that John will in his first title defense of the NJPWS Bullet Club Championship will defend against the belt's creator, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. John, once again, like I said, congratulations. Of course, also, he did pick up the belt here this past Sunday when, of course, uh, of course, the victor of the Global Championship match was the Empress Emery Rickenbach. But out of respect for John, for one heck of a match this Sunday, and yes, it was one heck of a match. I will really agree with that. Yes, indeed. And did give that belt to John as well. So John actually earned two belts that uh, last um, Sunday, of course, one of them being, like I said, the GFWS Global Belt, and of course, as the NJPWS Bullet Club Championship. So he has two belts right now in his stable, two more belts in his stable. And now he now he is awaiting the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Michelle is seething at the bit to go after this belt. So, <laughs> so it is going to be tremendous. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, John, uh, please express your opinion, sir, about about picking up the Bullet Club title. Wow! Wow! I gotta say, I'm really impressed. Hanging. Getting this belt. This was this was one of the things I really needed coming out coming out of this uh, game, coming out of this match with him. And this was one of the really good things I needed coming out with this with this uh with my predictions of winning. You know, three long years, Chad, you brought me in you and you brought me in J D in here. And ever since then I've busted my butt for winning trivia titles. I've busted my butt winning all of those. Whether I've won, whether I've lost, I've had good times with it. I've had fun times with it. Didn't didn't care if I win. I didn't care if I lost. The main thing is I've enjoyed doing what I've loved to do in those trivia games. And I've enjoyed... I've enjoyed victories. I've enjoyed winning all these championships. I've enjoyed being a, winning all the, the first titles. I've enjoyed being, and I can proudly say that I am a first Bullet Club champion. No one owes For me now. anything in this business. <laughs> okay. No one owes me any, anything in this. I just have my belt. And this Sunday, Michelle, all I can tell you is you better be ready for the fight of your life. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you know, there is one thing I want to say about John, and, and I love John dearly. Uh, you know, this is not about, like, uh, you know, competition after beat his ass, blah, blah. It is all about fun. We are family. We, we get along, you know, whatnot and all that. But. In the end, I'm the biggest damn Bullet Club fan of everybody. I need to get a damn belt. <laughs> but, John, just anyway. to tell you, John, I love your spirit. I love that you don't care whether you win or lose. It's all about having fun with everybody. I may not be an intimidator or nothing like that. 
but but I am one of the hard fought, fighting trivia champions of all time. I may not I may not be a, an intimidator. I may not. I'll never be a be an intimidator or nothing like that. All I am is ready and work hard on the go to get all those championships. I may not be a king. I may not be a successor. But the one thing I'm always going to be good at is being the best at, tri- at trivia in, in Revolution, in WCWS Networks. That's the one thing I've, I've done since being here the past three years. That's the one thing that I've done for you guys. I mean, without, without the trivia challenges, without you doing the trivia challenges, there's no way I would have picked up every championship belt that there is to hold. And this Bullet Club championship, for now, my name's on it. They can't take it from me until Sunday. So I love being the Bullet Club champion. And, Michelle, if you do win my title, if you do win my title, I, won't, I don't need no rematches. Until then, all I ask, all I ask if you win the title, all I ask is be a fighting champion so we can fight again. Absolutely. And you both better look over your shoulders because I'm coming into both of you one way or another. And we can do a three-way dance as well. I expect you to know we can could be turned into a three-way affair. You never know. Whoa, Michelle, you have an idea? There's so much feedback. Like, uh, like, it, 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 I don't know how to explain it. it it's like, it, 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 I can hear myself talk. Yeah, I can too. I mean, I know I don't know that's coming. Sorry, sorry. So I mean, uh, I know sometimes it also that's comes better. That's better. There you go. Okay. Yes. Uh, no, but I'm now. Way, guys, we know who won the mixed match challenge tonight. Who? We can tell you that Lucifer and Lana lost to Miz and Oscar, and I believe, however, Bobby Roode and uh, Mickey beat. Uh, yeah. Bobby Roode and Natalia lost to Mickey and Bobby Lashley tonight. Right. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Well. <clears throat> can I continue oh, on with my speech for one more minute, Chad? Please, please John, go ahead. I, I thought, please, go ahead. Please. But anyway. But anyway. On to oh, what I was saying. This Bullet Club Championship is the future of WCWUS. And if I retain this Sunday night, I welcome all challengers. I welcome everyone to try and see if they can take this belt for me. And to quote Vince McMahon, there is not a chance in hell of that happening. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Fascinating here. Uh, first of all, I was, I was sitting here thinking here, guys. So we've talked about all these other championship belts. 
there is one that we have not we have spoken of in quite a long time and uh first off i will get to i will tell you which belt that is in just a minute but first off first just so i know this correctly next year wrestlemania is what which one is that wrestlemania number what 30 35 it's the wrestlemania 35 okay well i kind of thought about this thoroughly through and through and we haven't had someone hold this belt for quite a long time and i feel wrestlemania 35 predict we'll do our prediction title challenge for wrestlemania 35 i know i'm thinking way ahead but you know this is fresh in my mind i say and i'm sure this is going to be probably this is going to probably hype it up here a little bit everybody here is going to really enjoy listening to this at wrestlemania 35 we finally and i do mean the term and no i'm not saying it like the rock i'm saying the word finally in my way we will crown a brand new wcws world heavyweight champion we are, the belt is sitting the belt the belt is sitting vacant right now it does not have a holder it hasn't had a holder for a long time and we need to we need to we need to we need to find a home for it so at wrestlemania 35 the winner of that prediction title challenge will pick up the new will pick up the wws world heavyweight championship the main belt for wws overall it's always been the main belt regardless of what other belts we've added on that's always been the main belt here and so uh which of course it, I, I had a picture of it a, a while back is it will be the represented will be of course what they used to call big gold if you know you know what i mean yes that that's that's the big gold belt there yes indeed so so we're going to do that at wrestlemania 35 i'm sure everybody is going to be gunning for that belt now um well we got a few minutes to go here and as bullet club champion I want to thank you all for letting me be here here tonight and uh, commentating on you for guys and and getting my thoughts on Raw and keeping up to date with SmackDown 1000. I will be back on the chat box tomorrow night. I will be on the phone on Outside the Ropes and, and the bait tomorrow night. So, Chad, you will see, I will see you guys at... 6.30 tomorrow night. Okay, John, thank you very much there, sir. After 6.30 tomorrow night. Okay, we'll talk at you here then, but we, and we do. All righty. All right, thank you guys for the, thank you guys so much for, for the belt. Absolutely. Thank you very much there, John. Take care. All righty, guys. Night, sir. All right, human suplex machine, signing off. Take care, John. Have a great evening. All right. And we do. We'll do. Bye-bye. All, all of you have a great night. You too, John. Good night. Good night, JD. Good night, Michelle. Good night, Chad. Good night, Anne. Good night, Good night, John Boy. Good night, Doug. <laughs> I can say it from the Walton. Yeah, it's like the fucking Walton. Yeah, I know. Well, I was saying, thanks for selling out. Michelle, before you and JD go here, just for a little fun here, 
that we do our little thing to, to give our competitors an edge on wrestling championship challenge. How about a quick, a quick, a quick round of the Tic Tac Doe bonus game? How about that to close out the show here? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely, okay. I'm definitely, right. I'm, I'm definitely for it. All right. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and bring it up here. So let's, 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 All right. Let's see here. While you're doing that, I'm going to pull up this. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. It is 1-1 in the bottom of the fifth right now. To give you an update. Y'all know the rules. Tick and tack are worth five hundred apiece. <clears throat> and uh, of course, like I said, you'll you'll earn your points even if you already hit, even if the dragon gets you at, at the end, at in the beginning. And of course, if you hit the dragon in the beginning, everyone gets a second chance. So there you go. And I do you to start first. Let me go ahead and shuffle the board. One through nine, and those eight please proceed. What number you said four? Four, yes. Four. One fifty, Michelle. Not great, great way to start. Let's start. Um, seven. Seven. You got kicked, so you got six fifty, Michelle. Oh shit. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's do um nine. Nine. Two fifty. So you got let's see, let's see six fifty fifty. You got nine hundred in Melvin. Two. Two. Okay. You got. Ten. So let's see here. You got 250, 150, 400. You got, oh, 1400 MLD. Very good. Very oh, sure. Shall put me in a freaking uh, hole. Right. And MLD, uh, where do you think, uh, you think the dragon you, have, you had one, three, five, six, and eight left. Where do you think the dragon was, by the way? Where do you think he was hiding? Three. Three. Well, close. It was number six. But hey, that's all right. But anyway, you got 1,400 there, MLD, so good way there. All right, J.D. Oh, boy. Put me in the hole. Here we go. Okay. All right. You know, one through nine. Go ahead, J.D. Six. We'll start with. Six. We'll start with. 100, J.D. Four. 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 350, J.D. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let me think here. I'm going to go with number seven next. Seven. Ah. Three, three, oh. 350. 350. <clears throat> Y'all want to go one more round? I'm oh, fair game. 
Definitely. Okay. MLD, okay. Uh, just keep in mind, MLD, you got 1400 there. JD, keep in mind, you got 350. Okay. And Tick was behind number nine. Tack was behind number eight. Okay. All right, MLD. I'm going to add whatever you get on here to your to your uh, 1400. So go ahead, proceed. Five. Five. Right. Five hundred. Whoa. Good way. Good job, start Michelle. Way to start out. Way to Start out. Uh, let's do eight. Eight. Six fifty MLD. Mm. Number one. Number one. Six fifty nine hundred MLD. Oh my goodness, MLD. She can't keep playing. <laughs> yes, she did. She's definitely coming to play tonight. No doubt about it. Two, three, four, six, seven, um, nine. Oh, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> You're not going to lose anything, MLB. So that's, 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 I believe that's nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, MLB says 400. That gave you another 1,300 MLB. 2,700. My goodness. Where Ooh. do you think the dragon was, MLB? Two, three, four, six, and seven. I'm going to say two. He was behind number seven. Tick was behind number four. Tack was behind number two. But that's okay. Another 1,300. MLD's up to 27. JD, all I got to say is you're going to have to book. All right, JD, go ahead. We'll start with the game. We'll start with the game. Uh, excuse me, we're looking for six. <laughs> six, okay. 500, JD, not a bad way to start. All right. Three. Three. 400, 900, JD, doing good. All right, let's go with seven. Seven. If it's over, if you get a thousand or over, you automatically lose. By the way, that was that was when they did it on the original game show. So you got one another one thousand fifty, JD. So you got, so you got three fifty before. You got fourteen hundred. You did you did great, JD. Uh, one two four five eight nine, JD. Where do you think um, where do you think that dragon was at? Eight. He was behind number eight. He was behind number one. Tick was behind number eight. Tag was behind number two. But that's okay. 2700 to, to, let's see, what was it? What did I say? 14? Yeah. 14. MLD, MLD came to play. Yes. I got inspiration from seeing Batista tonight. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, also, of course, MLD. Remember too, you'll hear that you'll see you'll hear this board here again. Of course, before your before your match on Sunday against John for the Bullet Club belt, which will give you some points to give you you and John both. Uh, I know a good way to start off your trivia championship match for the Bullet Club title. So, 
So that's just a little taste of what we do with that now. I think that works out pretty well. I really think it does. Yeah. That it does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before before uh, we close out for the evening, let me go. <laughs> And, and, and of course, we hear JD coughing. Uh, MLD, uh, your thoughts here on um, on anything anything you wish to add? Um, I don't know if JD got what I sent him, but I sent it to everybody in chat and all that stuff too. Apparently, Impact Wrestling feels a little bit of um, remorse for Alberto Del Rio and everything about bringing him back. I swear to you, if they do, they will ruin that show. I will make a petition for people to sign to freaking deport his ass. And I think, J.D., didn't you report something about this? Yeah, there was talk, however, about him going to Impact, but now it looks like they're kind of backing off a little bit in the conversation I've heard. Good. Yes, so absolutely. Anything else, MLD? Um, I have to pee, so I will see y'all tomorrow night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night, Melody. That was, of course, Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, we do thank her for coming on tonight as well. Of course, good presentation of the Bullet Club Belt to John tonight from MLD. I do appreciate that. JD, anything else you wish to add tonight? Well, besides the Dodgers and Milwaukee tied at one all in the sixth inning, however, no, we will let you know who wins that tomorrow. But also tomorrow, folks, not only is it a triple header, it's a quadruple header because of uh, prior obligation tonight. However, tomorrow night, however, join us for Wrestling Revisit at 3 p.m. And then from 6.30 until 11, 11.30, however, we got your triple bases covered, however, one, two, and three, where we'll talk about SmackDown 1000 and the aftermath that followed as well. Absolutely. We do appreciate it. Yes, indeed. Thank you there. Yes, a a a a a a, 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 a instead of saying a double header, a uh quadruple header, we'll say. Yes, indeed. Yes, the wrestling revisited was preempted here tonight and we'll be on that three o'clock as JD said, one three nine nine three six pound. And then of course we will go right we'll go at six thirty without side of the ropes. One four one three eight seven and wrestling debate, one three nine nine two five, and of course revolution. With the live video feed from ECWS, uh, one three eight zero five five pound tomorrow night as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we do thank you for joining. We do thank you for joining us tonight for what was a very intense evening here at episode five seventy one of Revolution. I do want to thank, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and excuse me, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, as well as the Empress and Marie Rickenbach, of course, from our live video feed at OWNUS. And of course, we'll try to we'll try to get that try to get that group going uh, um, with more live video feeds coming up here in the next weeks or so. So we'll keep you informed about that as well. <clears throat> and we'll be back on, of course, like I said, with our with Radio Network will be in full force. Like I said, as JD said, with a quadruple header, starting with Wrestling Revisited at three, and then of course going with our other with our other shows, of course, outside the ropes at six thirty, Wrestling Debate at eight. And revolution at nine <clears throat> for the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman Jerry Duramo, and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, as well as the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening here tonight, and we'll be back on here, of course, tomorrow with 572 of Revolution as we get ever so closer, ladies and gentlemen, to hitting the 600 mark of the Mothership broadcast. 
Revolution episode 571 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you in the ring. As always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> Good evening. Have a great evening there, folks. And we'll talk about you tomorrow with our big time, big, big time day of wrestling and pop culture talk here on the WWS radio network on talkshoe.com. And this has been the, w, the WCWS radio network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.